And how are we doing today, folks? I hope everybody is having a fabulous, fabulous day. Uh, I can't, you know, we're about to discuss what I've been warning people about for a long time. Um, the acceptance of morbid obesity as anything but a very serious physical, dangerous physical state that is bad for the person, their family, their community, the economy, our healthcare system, societal burden, bad for the environment. Anybody that promotes this as anything but those things is in fact a horrible person. Um, and now we even have these fucking loon bags talking about fat acceptance for kids. Um, and I shit you not, like somebody sent this to me and I wanted to talk about this really quickly uh, first. People are like, oh, it's just some some sort of weird rag magazine. Everybody remember when everybody was trying to say it's no big deal. The Tess Holiday is be saying that she is healthy at 300 pounds on the cover of magazines. Everybody remember, you know, an angry bald dude saying this is a slippery slope. If we started, you know, pretending that she is healthy or that she is not, in fact, fat as fuck, it is bad for her. It is unhealthy. Um, remember when I was saying like, hey, we shouldn't do this. It's going to end up mainstream. And everybody's like, oh, you're crazy. You just hate fat people. And now we have fat acceptance as mainstream. I fucking told you so. And I'm telling you so now, just like any other hijacked movement, the fat acceptance movement is going to go after the kids. Just like the LGBTQ45C4 uh, Alpha Delta uh, movement that was the LGBT community that got hijacked for political purposes by a bunch of fucking crazy people and people that wanted to control the crazy people to disrupt our society. They go after kids eventually. They eventually go after kids because they're depraved, because they are, in fact, horrible ass people. If you if you want to accept your child being fat as fuck by your hand, it just is you making an excuse to abuse your fucking child with food so they will love you in the moment and die young. It's you're a horrible person. If you if you don't have a problem with your child being morbidly obese, you're a horrible, horrible fucking person. Uh, somebody just said, hey, Alan, great shirt. I just got one just like it. You can get this Tiger Fitness Make America Healthy Again t-shirt at this link, by the way. You can get the stack or you can just get the shirt, whichever you prefer. But also, I am very happy to announce that No Morbidity at the link I just shared is back for sale at the Ambrosia Collective. So for those of you uh, that can uh, not get it from a vitamin shop or your vitamin shop is out as we are getting ready to restock them too, because some of them are out, some of them are still good. Their online business still has it. You can also still get it from vitamin shop online, 10% off if you put uh, recurring um, recurring uh, orders on, 10% off free shipping. So it's $35 a month. That's amazing. But we do have uh, no morbidity back at ambrosiacollective.com. And then it'll be at tigerfitness.com hopefully later this week or later or mid midway through next week. So those of you that order it through Tiger Fitness because you want the Tiger Fitness points, you want those sorts of things, it will be back. But it is for sale right now at ambrosiacollective.com, at vitaminshop.com. Uh, vitamin and also, it will be back at Tiger Fitness, and we're working on some other vendors, too. So please go get yourself some No Morbidity. The best deal about uh, Ambrosia is if you know it's working for you and you want a discount, you can get three to six-month orders uh, at Ambrosia Collective. Uh, this Tiger Fitness Make America Healthy AM t-shirt, if you order a pack of Immortal and two of the uh, greens and reds, which are delicious, I mean, delicious-tasting uh, green supplements. And I never thought I'd say that whole phrase together, delicious green supplement together. Uh, it's amazing. Less than, less than hundred dollars. And you get the t-shirt for free, or you can just buy the t-shirt because we need to make America healthy again. America can never be great again, unless we are healthy again. And we are just very, very, very far away from it. Um, I will, uh, say hi to everybody. And then we are going to talk about this complete, insane, crazy person advocating for child fat acceptance. Martina, how are you? T-Flow, how are you? Carlos, what's going on? IDBD Batty Wings. <laughs> I get a kick out of it. Nicoletta, how are you? Suvi, what's going on? Multi-Miss Gigi. I like the name. How are you? Franklin Wooden, how are you? Little Monster, Help Us Hawk. Shy, how are you doing? Angel, how are you doing? Janet, 
Rebecca, children do not have fully developed brains and need guidance. So yes, you absolutely have to monitor their eating habits. It's insane. It's absolutely insane what they're, what they're doing. Like, I mean, it's completely devoid of all logic. I'm, I'm about to get very fucking heated in this fucking conversation, just so everybody knows. Hi, Alan, everybody. Frulin. Fraulin. Fraulin. Sorry, I'm trying. Just let you know. Andrea, Darcy, Kevin. Yes, I love the shirt. Thank you, sir. Uh, don't, don't forget to press the like button. Absolutely don't forget to press the like button. But also don't forget that if you are watching this on YouTube, you pressing the like button will likely not do much. I would, you should just start watching it on Rumble. Eventually, YouTube is going to take my channel. Like, you guys realize this. Like, they're not going to just allow me to upload shit live on their fucking platform, say crazy shit that they don't want said. That's all fucking true, by the way. Uh, they don't want me to say that shit. They don't want me to say true shit about the fucking pandemic, about COVID being just a fucking cold, about most people in society being stupid enough to fucking allow their rights and freedoms to be taken away over a fucking cold. Uh, they don't want that to be said. They don't want it, want it to be said that Pfizer literally paid off people to support the fucking vaccines and their safety. That's the next video, by the way, that Pfizer indeed paid off many, many organizations. We're just going to read down the motherfucking list. Um of organizations they paid to say that this vaccine was safe and effective without any fucking data at all. And the data that Pfizer had was contrary to saying that it was safe and effective, period. But they don't want me to say this. So eventually they're just going to take my channel. So you just watch on Rumble or follow me on Spotify, Alan Roberts Uncensored. I am probably changing the name on Rumble to Alan Roberts Uncensored. And frankly, I'm probably going to change the name of this channel to Alan Roberts Uncensored again. And I don't give a fuck about the check mark. Fuck YouTube. They're fucking, it's a horrible fucking, uh, you know, fascist organization that literally should be labeled as a government media outlet because they only approve the shit that the government wants you to fucking say. Fuck these people. So go follow me on Rumble. <laughs> um, or, uh, or just catch the replays. If you want to watch live, do it on Rumble. If you want to fucking, uh, if you want to, uh, um, if you want to uh, just, uh, just watch the replays. Spotify, Alan Robertson Censored, lives. You can watch on Rumble. As a matter of fact, I'm checking to make sure we're live right now. We are live. Outstanding, outstanding. And, and somebody said, and Slate, how are you doing over there on Rumble? Pleasure fucking talking to you. I'm going to say hi to you too, motherfucker. Lizzie, how you doing? Jen Louise. I feel like we're going to be upside down. Common sense logical thinking have gone right out the window. Absolutely. I mean, after all. Uh, I am not, I am, I am considered toxic. I am not actually a fucking traditionally masculine man. I'm a toxic male. Fucking weird ass motherfuckers. Uh, afternoon, everyone. And call me, and people can call me where they want. You can call me toxically masculine like that. Just know that, I mean, it's better off. If you, like, if you think I'm a danger to you, just fucking avoid me if you see me in public. Because I probably am. I mean, I can guarantee you this. If you fucking come up in my face and start screaming shit at me, I'm, you're not going to like it. You know, I'm not, I'm from a different time. Like, don't, don't, like pe people seem to forget that I'm in my fifties and I will absolutely fucking go to somebody's ass in, in, in public and worry about bail money later. So just keep it in mind, you fucking weird ass motherfuckers. So if you think I'm a fucking, uh, if you think I'm a threat, like fine, but keep your fucking woke ass bullshit away from me. For real. In, in real life, keep your woke ass. Well, it, it's never happened, but I'm just, some people are starting to get froggy about shit. It'd be a mistake. Um, just, just FYI. Uh, I don't want to put, uh, want to outlive my children. I mean, it's ridiculous that we're doing this shit. It's absolutely, uh, let's see. Doesn't everybody have to be taken with food? I just took mine a minute ago. I won't eat until probably four o'clock today. Um, and I took mine early because I'm going to be out and about. Um, and I have been taking early in the day because my sleep's been a little bit better. Um, as things are, uh, uh, as, as things are doing, doing, you know, falling together, crystals, crystals programming for me, uh, for, uh, for, you know, every, just so everybody understands every, every, every year, uh, right at, right about February, I really gear up and I, I gear up my training to lean out a little bit and just be in the best physical condition and health I can be in on my birthday every year in July, the end of July. And I'm like way fucking ahead of schedule right now. Between no morbidity, product two, ember, uh, immortal, the greens, I'm like way ahead. Like yesterday, I had uh, a T-bone steak, some grilled peppers, 
And then we had some rice cakes with cream cheese and everything seasoning bagel on it. And then I had, oh, and then I had some berries. Uh, I, I wanted to make sure I got protein. So I had uh, like a cup of berries with uh, uh, like a protein powder sprinkled on it and then let them thaw because they were frozen berries, let it thaw. It was really, really nice. So um, no cravings, no nothing. I just wanted to make sure I got a little bit extra protein in me. Uh, probably getting in about 180 grams of protein a day to 220 grams of protein a day, two and a half gallons of water. Workouts are 45 minutes in the Florida heat. And then some mobility work for my back and my neck and my shoulders and stuff like that. Um, she's my wife's a fucking genius. Like she's got me dialed in. I'm eating a lot of sprouts and salads that were like sprouts and leaf and greens that were growing like literally in the kitchen. She's growing me food in our fucking kitchen. She's it's so fucking crazy. Uh, so it's even less expensive. We're really just paying. We're really just paying for some vegetables we get at the farmers market and meat. Um, so therefore, we're getting a higher quality meat too. I just, I feel really fucking good, really fucking strong, real, I mean, leaning out way faster than I even did last year with zero hunger, no cravings at all. It's, it's a, in, incredible. No morbidity is really killing it uh, with the sales. It's doing pretty good from, from, what, from what they're telling me. We're, I mean, uh, one of the reasons why we're having such a hard time keeping it in stock is because it keeps beating sales projections. So it should be building and building and building. And we're looking very forward to it. We have a world to save and to do that, we need to make America healthy again. No shit. We need to make America healthy again. If you're going to get NOMO, I highly recommend uh, getting more than one. You might as well get more than one. Uh, the six-month deal that you can get right here at the AmbrosiaCollective.com uh, is amazing. Uh, I did want to also point out that, it, uh, that in this link I just shared right down here, in this link I just shared, there is also our book, Beyond Willpower, which is right over here. Uh, that gives you the app for a month, and the app is where you can be in the Hunger Management Support Group, the Uncensored Group, Mindful Habits Group. You get to join in in live and pre-recorded classes. The live classes, by the way, I'm doing one Monday through Thursday. This week, I'll only be doing Monday and Tuesday uh, because I am. We're going away uh, for uh, for a special B day, but not mine. Uh, but you can join. You get the book. Or, whoop, you get our book, Beyond Willpower: The Hunger Management Method, and it gives you the app for a month and all those other things. You can then join Uncensored, which is Alan Roberts Uncensored on Spotify. Go there. Uh, but also, we do have a couple coaching slots available for our three-month block, and that is right there. It is less than $100 a month. It is daily communication, weekly video conferences where we set homework and make adjustments. So it is not some sort of radical diet or radical change. We focus on satiation, satisfaction, appropriate fitness level activities. We help you guide your life healthier, 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 bit by bit by bit. So it doesn't seem like some radical change. It is just an altering of your current lifestyle to a healthier version of your current lifestyle. So you lose weight kind of seamlessly and keep it off. So if you have trouble with your habits, if you are hundred pounds overweight, we can help you. If you're 50 pounds overweight, we can help you. Even if you are at a healthy weight and you just have a hard time with binge eating, we have had very good success with helping people deal with their binge eatings. I am two years, three months and 12 days since my last binge. I'm very proud of that. And I treat it like I'm an alcoholic because it is a problem and people should recognize that. Saw that Ambrosia's back in stock. It is. Please go there and get it. Please go there and get it. It'll be, yeah, I, I don't want to say hi to a few other people that I missed because I scrolled down and nowhere to go. Uh, to let your child be obese is abuse. It really is. Michelle, how are you? Fox Fox, how are you? Slash two kin. Sheeny Beanie, what's going on? Uh, what is going on? It's hilarious that YouTube did the whole campaign uh, uh, to oppose C11. Uh, just goes to show how they only care about shit that affects people. That's exactly it. Exactly it. Just got here. Glad I looked. Uh, glad I looked. Thanks, Alan, for the retreat regarding my uh, health overhaul. And and words. Awesome fucking job, dude. I I know who you, I know who. Awesome fucking job for real. Um, Great videos. Bought your book. The English Hedgehog. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, no such thing as toxic masculinity either. You're either masculine or you're toxic. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So we're going to go to this article because this woman is fucking completely mo-fucking insane. Uh, I can't. I shouldn't say I can't. Because I warned people we would have to have this fucking conversation. You know, it's eventually all these fucking whacked out fucking movements go to the fucking children. Eventually they fucking do. It's 
ridiculous and disgusting and people should fucking we, we people should be upset about this they really should now this is in a rag called the cut uh that's the name of the fucking bullshit it is the, the that's the name of the fucking place it is but this is called the cut and it says what if you weren't scared of your kids being fat well, just off the title, I'd say if you weren't scared of your kids being fat, it means you're an abusive piece of shit. If you're not scared of your kids being fat, you are a horrible fucking person. Being morbidly obese as a child is horrific for the person. It alters their life forever. It alters their hormone profile and what will their hormone profile be. It causes early damage to developing joints. It can stunt their growth. It can cause non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. It makes it so their brain does not grow at the same pace as a lean child. If you were not afraid of your child being fat, you would be detached from fucking reality, you pieces of shit. Just on the fucking title alone, this fucking piece of shit human being. Journalist Virginia Soul Smith wants to change the way parents think about healthy eating. Oh, a journalist wants you to fucking abuse your children. A journalist, I'm so happy that a journalist is, is chiming in to say, mate, let your kids be fat. So fucking happy that this fat ass woman is actually trying to fucking promote you having your child. Be, like, you tell me she looks happy. You, you tell me, you tell you tell me that that is not the fucking poster child for I never got asked out in high school. Like the fuck. And now I'm going to take it out on everybody. I want everybody to be a fat kid. Jesus. In an early episode of her podcast, Burnt Toast, Virginia Soul Smith, I am you are you are my new fucking chew toy for bringing kids into this. You, you, like, and just you 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 are literally my new fucking like. I am going to be on you like a fucking rabbit animal. Fucking, mm. that's a good shirt. Just rabid, just one word. I like it. I might fucking have that one printed up. Anyway, in an early episode of her podcast, Burnt Toast, Virginia Soul Smith jokes about starting a regular segment called Can My Kid Eat That? Where the answer should always be yes. Should it always be yes? Really? Should it always be yes? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, you should just always let your kid eat anything that they fucking want. That's not parenting, you dumb fuck. That's abuse. That's neglect. That's what it is. A self-described anti-diet journalist. Oh, she's an anti-diet journalist. Well, I'm going to tell you this right now, Virginia Soul Smith. I challenge you to come on my channel live in front of everybody on Rumble and YouTube, uh, and we can discuss how stupid you are. And I'm not shitting you. Like, if you want to st stand by your words in public debate, I am an expert in this fucking field. I will gladly destroy you and make you look completely moronic. I will gladly make you, like, the problem is you can't embarrass these people because they're embarrassing and used to it. Stupid and fat together is embarrassing. Fat is embarrassing. Stupid and fat, at least you don't know that you're embarrassing because you're too fucking stupid. Pieces of shit. She wasn't really joking. I get a version of this question every single week, so I'm going to keep answering it. How many days per week can a two-year-old eat ice cream? There are seven days in a week. Your child can have ice cream seven days a week. There is no law against this, except for, you know, not wanting to fuck your child up, except for not wanting your child to have diabetes. It's a fucking baby. A two-year-old. That's a baby. Why do you want to poison a baby? I, I don't even get it. I don't know why I'm saying baby like that either, but I don't get that either. But that's just a part of the ADHD. But I just, why in the fuck would you feed a two-year-old ice cream every day? That's all they're going to ask for. Ice cream is fatty, salty, sugary. It enters their bloodstream very quickly. It spikes their insulin levels. You're trying to give your two-year-old insulin resistance. Your four-year-old, that child two years later, if you feed it ice cream every day, it's going to have four-year-old non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, you piece of shit. It's insane. I, I mean, this is complete more. I, this is abuse. This woman is literally promoting abuse of children. Sugar is an addictive substance. I will argue this with anybody. It is a highly processed plant that is processed to the point where it's stripped of all nutrients, all fiber, and is only energy. It is glucose and fructose. Fructose is not even 
distributed throughout the body. It has to go through the liver. 80% of it has to go through the liver or 100% of it has to go through the fucking liver. And that's what causes non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. It is insane. Glucose goes 80% to your muscles, 20% to the liver to be processed. But fructose has to be processed 100% by your fucking liver. And this is what you're doing to a young fucking developing baby. Like, we could actually talk about the reasons not to fucking do this incredibly, like, all the time. But sugar is also an inflammatory substance that causes systemic bodily inflammation, including neuroinflammation, when the child is already fat. You fucking piece of shit. This is, like, this is advocating abuse of children via food. So she can protect her fifis because she was probably a fat fucking child because her parents abused her. What about a 13-year-old who left up to their own devices when eating an entire box of Oreos, pour a glass of milk so they can dunk them in? Oreos came up a lot, man, Soul, Soul Smith said, laughing while, man, does she fucking like misgender people? I don't know. I thought we didn't say man and woman anymore. Fucking piece of fucking, mm. Laughing while snacking on a bowl of Cheez-Its in her home office. She looks like she would like eat Cheez-Its all the time. She's got like, let's ser- let's be serious. That is a Cheez-It body. That is, uh, I ate ice cream for breakfast when I was a baby and I eat Cheez-Its all the time. That's a Cheez-It body. That's what you get. This, this is what you get. And it's not attractive. It's absolutely not attractive. And you can try to look as quirky like a fucking weird, bizarro version of uh, Velma from fucking Scooby-Doo as much as you want. It's not attractive. I mean, I like Oreos fine, but it's really the fact that that you're not letting yourself have Oreos that makes it feel like, oh my God, I'll, I'll be powerless over them. She seems more amused than exasperated, though. She finds herself repeating this point often. The restricting food only makes us more obsessed with it. A 41-year-old mother of two who abuses her children because she believes that they can have ice cream anytime they want, she knows her generation has been programmed to believe that allowing their children unlimited access to sugar and processed foods is unhealthy or even bad parenting. A, A central premise of her work is that actually it isn't. I will debate you anytime. If that is your work, I will debate you anytime you want. Give me like two minutes notice to wipe the crusties out of my out of my eyes if I'm just waking up. I can just throw water on my face and we can sit down and I can make you look like the fucking fool you are with just the information and data that you can then source me, that you can then fact check me off the top of my fucking head. I will make your entire life's work look like fucking moron work because it is fucking bullshit. So you're saying that children, kids should have unlimited access to sugar and processed foods. How'd that work out for you, fat fuck? I'm a parent of a toddler, and my Instagram feed is full of advice from pediatrician dietitians and guides for introducing your baby to kale and bronzino. When I first came across Soul Smith's uh, newsletter about how we'd all be better off if we chilled about what's in our kids' lunchboxes, it felt like such a relief. Since launching Burnt Toast on Substack in 2021, Soul Smith has gained a following among millennials who recognize that they'd rather not pass up pass on the screwed up relationship with food with their with their bodies to their kids. We all know that diet culture we grew up in in the 80s and 90s did a lot of damage. We don't want to be like our moms with their point counting. She says, the problem is that most parents still deeply afraid of having fat kids because it's bad for the child. Being fat is bad for you. They're try- This is what I warn people about. <clears throat> They're trying to pretend that being fat is not actually fucking bad for you. And then we should just allow children to have pleasure by mouth as much as they fucking want. And if they get fat, it's not a problem. Being fat is bad for you. If you are not going to operate in the realm of reality and instead operate in a realm with a purple sky, rainbow going across it, and a unicorn shitting glitter riding across the fucking rainbow where your child can be fat and it not be fucking their health up every single fucking second. And it's not you abusing them because you don't want to fucking admit that you being fat is a fucking problem. Like for real, like we, this is insanity. 550,000 deaths a year are directly attributed to obesity uh, from a new study. 550,000. That is like twice as much as fucking COVID killed in 2021. 
Being morbidly obese leads to cardiovascular disease, type 2 diabetes, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. The gluttony that it takes to become morbidly obese leads to these massive killers in our society. Avoidable, lifestyle-driven illness, in fact, accounts for a massive portion of our societal burden when it comes to health care. About 1.8 million deaths a fucking year. Avoidable deaths if they only stop fucking face-fucking themselves with pie. It is insane to me that we are even having these conversations where these fucking loon bags are trying to make it so being fat is not bad for you. It's insanity. It is completely devoid of logic and critical thinking. I can't even fucking get over it. We literally just closed the goddamn country down for fucking... Two years in a lot of places, not here. I was free the whole fucking time because I watched, just watched you people be imprisoned by your own fucking fear. But we like, closed it down with Fauci saying it was in part because of the obesity epidemic. Like it gives the fucking elites a fucking tool to say our public health is really bad. There's a new cold out. We need to close everything down and destroy the economy to protect fat people. And now the fat people want to say fatten your kids and it's no big deal to be fat. Like the whole premise of you don't know somebody's health by looking at them. You're fat. You're unhealthy. And you, a person can be of a healthy weight and still be fat. I can normally visually tell if they're uh, if they're unhealthy, even if they are of a healthy weight, because they're got a big pot belly, and that means you're on fucking healthy. I mean, it, we're pretending like you can't visually look at somebody and be like, oh, they're unhealthy. Are you fucking kidding? Are, are, I mean, is is that a fucking? That's ridiculous. There are times where you couldn't tell if a person is healthy or not. Like somebody in very good physical condition could have some sort of illness. Absolutely. We don't know in those cases, but if you're fat, you are unhealthy 100% of the time. We watch fat kids waddle. They're waddling. You think that's healthy? We have new data that shows that the longer you stay fat, is a determinant in how bad your life will be. So if you have a fat child, by the time that fat, if you if you have a if you have a 200 pound 10 year old, by the time that person is 30, they will have been morbidly obese for two thirds of their life, and there's a strong chance they're not going to make it to 40. Good job, you killed your fucking child because you didn't want to say no to them because you yourself can't accept that you've gluttoned yourself to ill health. You weak pieces of shit. Holy fuck. It's like, we, why, why, are, why are we punishing children in this society? Why do we have 800,000 children go missing every year in America? Why do we have 85,000 children missing from border crossings that are undoubtedly being human trafficked? And nobody's worried about that. Instead, we're trying to say, let the kids be fat. Let the kids be fat. That'll help. Yeah, that'll help them love us because we can't actually fucking parent. After publishing her first book, the, Eat, the Eating Instinct, she has no qualifications besides being a journalist and being fat and it hurting her fucking fifis when people call her fat. She has no qualifications at all whatsoever. About the U.S. Uh, US cultural relationship to food, Soul Smith heard a lot of parents who were trying to do better. It was clear that they really wanted their kids to feel good about their bodies and have a healthy relationship with food and not get eating disorders, but also to be thin. Being lean, being healthy, being athletic is not a fucking eating disorder. You being fat as fuck is an eating disorder. You are eating in a disordered fashion because you are eating so many calories compared to your caloric burn that you, in fact, are unhealthy. You are eating in a disordered fashion that is causing you to be unhealthy. A person working out and eating right is not an eating disorder. That is them being a human fucking being because we were meant to move and we were meant to eat. Food, not food-like products that this woman undoubtedly gluttons herself with. Not fucking ice cream uh, all the time. Like, you can still have ice cream occasionally, but holy fuck, people. Like, giving your two-year-old ice cream seven days a week makes you a bad parent. You are a bad parent. You are abusing your child. You are hurting their health. Period. Fucking crazy. It's not hard to understand why. Her report documents the many ways the world is horrible to fat people, children included. Nobody is worse to a fat person 
than that per than the fat person is to themselves by making themselves fat. Nobody. But she she's convinced that real progress isn't possible until we start recognizing and unlearn our anti-fat bias. Everybody should be biased against fat. Everybody tell every fat person you know to lose fucking weight right now. Tell them that we closed the country down for them and they should do their fucking part to earn that shit. Tell them that they are abusing the planet by the extra fucking waste they put into the environment. Tell them you will help them lose weight, but they need to change because you love them and you want them to live with you know to a happy old age with both of their feet. Tell them right now. It can't, like This is the push the other way. I'm sorry, but we clearly know that being fat is bad for you. We clearly know that it's bad for children. They don't even develop the same amount of brain matter. This is a health fact. It has been studied at nauseum. They do not develop the same amount of gray matter. We know that eating the foods that this fat-ass woman normally eats causes a 28% reduction in cognitive function and a 25% uh, uh, decline in executive function over the course of eight years on the average. I mean, it makes you fat and stupid and depressed and sickly and a burden. Fucking crazy. Her new book, Fat Talk, Parenting in the Age of Diet Culture, argues that if we really care about raising healthy and happy children, we need to get over our fear of fatness. You cannot raise a healthy, fat child because there's no such thing as being fat and healthy. I'll debate her 100 fucking percent of the time. We can talk about physics. We can talk about stroke volume of the heart. We can talk about blood pressure. We can talk about uh, you know, uh, systemic inflammation. We can talk about the release of TNFA, IL-1, IL-6, IL-10, these cytokines that are highly inflammatory, that cause breathing trouble, cause brain inflammation, cause cognitive disorders, cause non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, cause insulin resistance, cause type 2 diabetes, cause Alzheimer's disease. So many things that are factual that she would like. I mean, it is not reality to try to say that you want to raise a healthy, fat child. It is an oxymoron. It cannot be done because being fat is, in fact, 100% of the time bad for you. Even before my daughter was born, doctors instilled in me the fear I might get her too big because that's true. When I was diagnosed with gestational diabetes, my, because you were probably eating like shit, although a lot of women get it. A lot of women get it when they when they eat fine, but this woman doesn't seem too concerned is why, why I'm making that assumption. Uh, a lot of women get it that do take care of themselves. It, it happens. My OB warned that if I didn't follow a strict diet, the baby would gain too much weight, putting us both at risk for uh, for birth complications. The assumptions that weight corresponds directly to with health is reinforced at every pediat pediatrician appointment, which typically begins with a weigh-in and assessment of where your child falls in our growth chart. And if it weren't already clear where doctors stand, the American Academy of Pediatrics recently doubled down on its commitment to fat phobia. The organization's new obesity guidelines recommend diets for kids as young as two and weight loss medications and surgery for adolescents. And I completely disagree with the weight loss surgery uh, and uh, medications for adolescents. But reality is that if you gain too much weight, birth can be very, very hard on you. If you're too fat, you have a hard time conceiving. I thought fat was healthy for you. I mean, what the fuck's wrong with you people? I've grown, I've grown up alongside messages about childhood obesity epidemic, which there absolutely is. It, they're trying to erase this. Does nobody see how dangerous this is? They are trying to pretend like fat children are healthy and the problem is us thinking they're unhealthy. That, I mean, they are trying to explain away their poor parenting and trying to infect burden people. This is horrible. I mean, I'm sorry, but like we're trying to pretend like being fat is not bad for you. I warned people that it would get here. It would go from, it would go from, I just want you to accept me for being fat. My health is none of your business, even though we have shared societal health care burden. So it always was everybody's business, yet alone after 2020, right? But we're trying, we went from just accept me, I just want to live my life, to there is nothing wrong with me and you are the problem for wanting me to lose weight. That's the fuck, that's where it's ended up at. That's the end, that's that's the end result here. They are now going after the fucking children. The fat acceptance death cult is going after fucking children now. Ridiculous. In Fat Talk, Soul Smith lays a robust body of research. Open link. 
I'm looking for her robust body of research. Oh, wait, you have to subscribe. Oh, continue reading. Okay. The research is on fat phobia. The, res the research is the we're fat discriminated against. And, and regain. It's, it's literally, I mean, I am going to post the article. Like, you could go check it out yourself. It's on the cut. It's fucking ridiculous. But the robust variety of research is the whole weight stigma bullshit. Doctor, doctors assume I'm sick because I'm fat because you're fucking sick. They always tell me no matter what it is to lose weight because it would help. Because it would help. Be, be, not being in a constant inflammatory state is always going to help any illness you have, especially because inflammation is literally the cause of most chronic illnesses. I mean, you dumb fucks. That's because it is, it, it is clear that experiencing weight stigma is associated with all sorts of health issues, including heart disease, diabetes, and cholesterol. There is no such thing as weight stigma. If you're fat, you're not healthy. If you are in your doctor's office and your doctor does not tell you to lose weight when you are 100 pounds overweight, frankly, your doctor is negligent. That is medically negligent. They should lose their license for that. Making kids feel bad about their weight, including subjecting them to weight loss interventions, is not only cruel, but demonstrably bad for their physical and mental health. It is absolutely fucking very good for their mental health. If you put your child on a whole food diet and eliminate sugar from them, their weight and give them activity, their weight will normalize out. It is not abuse to feed your child meats, vegetables, and fruit only. It is not abuse. It is actually how they're supposed to fucking eat. We should not even be giving children sugar. They sh that should be an adult decision. Because it is, in fact, an addictive substance. I'll say it a billion times. Feeding your child whole foods and having them get daily exercise is good parenting. It is not abuse. This woman is trying to make it seem like it's cruel and abusive. If you feed your child whole foods, avoid processed foods, except for maybe once a month for like a party, and you, in fact, have them get daily exercise, your child will most likely be much, much, much healthier than if you let them just eat shit and not fucking move. They're trying to pretend like it's more like you cannot even be mentally healthy and be morbidly obese because your hormones are all fucked up. Fat is estrogenic. That's why, like even the video we saw the other day of the fat ass dude that had double D or triple D titties, he's got actual tits because he's fat as fuck, even though he's a male, because obesity is estrogenic. That's why fat men got boobs. Reality exists. It is physically bad for you. You're going to fuck up your child's entire hormone profile for the rest of their life. You are definitely risking, and for your daughters that you are allowing to be fat as fuck, you might as well introduce them to knee problems and endometrial cancer. You might as well introduce them to the 13 different types of cancer that are estrogen driven, breast cancer, ovarian cancer, um, uh, cervical cancer, all these things more correlated with being obese than even smoking, factually. It's abuse. Solf miss, miss wants her readings to her readers to understand that there's no harmless way to keep to pursue thinness. No harmless way to pursue thin, thinness. I am older than she's likely to get to. And I am very healthy and active. She knows it's a tough pill to swallow. Her inbox is full of emails from women who read her newsletter but find themselves getting stuck. A lot of them say, I totally get what you're saying. I don't want to discriminate against people, but I personally cannot give myself permission to be fat because I feel better if I'm thin. She says they'll attribute it to health, but what they really mean is society makes my life easier when I'm thin. You made your life easier when you're thin because you can move around easier. You like To try to deny that Mobility issues come with being fat as fuck is insanity to me. Like any, like her and I, again, 
to this Soul Smith woman. I would gladly make you look like a fucking idiot anytime you went live. If you've got any fucking kind of conviction of your actions, I would love to debate you live on anybody platform, on anybody's platform, anywhere, you name it. I will make you look like a moron. I will make you look like a fucking idiot. The idiot that you fucking are. The child abusing fucking idiot that you are. This is fucking ridiculous. How is this not labeled medical and misinformation? Like I say COVID's a cold and fucking YouTube bans that shit. This woman is promoted by mainstream media for saying, let your child be fat. It's abuse to not let them be fat. I told you they would come after the fucking children. Being obsessed over thinness, Soul Smith argues, were complicit in upholding a pervasive system of oppression with deep roots in racism and classism. Do you know how racist it is to claim that not wanting to be fat is based in racism? I've gone over this many times, but for you to claim that not wanting to be fat is racist means that you think that all an anti-black means that you are assuming that all black people are fat because they're black. It's super fucking racist. You believe that black people are fat because they are black and therefore to not be fat makes you a racist. That's super fucking racist. You racist piece of shit. How can you not, how can they not see this? How can they not see that they are absolutely like, they're like, we just want everybody to be treated nice. So abuse your child into obesity. So they have a fucking shorter life and, and make sure that they have a lot of pain. Like if you have a fat child and you're just feeding it, whatever, and you're, and you don't try to fix it and your child gets sick in their fucking thirties, they should fucking hate you. You did that to them. If you didn't try to help your child be as healthy as possible, your child should grow up resenting you. I hope they do for real. Because you know that you had a hand in it. If you have a 300-pound 13-year-old and you are not desperate to fix that shit and they end up hating you, good on them. If I make every thin white woman feel like shit, they're not going to engage and we're not going to get anywhere, she says. Uh, why, would, why would a thin white woman feel like shit for not wanting to be fat as fuck like you? Why, 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 how could you possibly make them feel like shit? Like how? They have their health and they have their mobility. You've got neither. And you're obviously fucking crushed by their thinness. Her own evolution on these topics has been multi-decade process. In other words, like coping. Multi-decades of coping. She grew up in Connecticut where her dad was a political science professor at Yale and her mother worked in insurance. As a thin kid, she didn't feel like her body was viewed as a problem. I was a really picky eater. I lived on like spaghetti, peanut butter and jelly, turkey sandwiches and strawberry yogurt until I was like 12. She feels like lucky her parents weren't pick, pushy or picky about it or panicking about it. She, but she still has in a sense that for an adult now, so her parents, you know, let her eat whatever they want and she's fat as fuck now, lesson. You know, fucking ridiculous. She's writing weight loss stories for women. This was the time where, uh, where we weren't calling them diet stories anymore. We were calling them wellness and portion control, eating smarter. Of course, because it is. So you guys can read the rest of this crazy woman's article. I'm going to take some, uh, uh, I'm going to take some uh, questions. Uh, and we can go from there, guys. Mm, great videos. Uh, bought your book. Thank you very much. None of them will have the guts to approach me. They won't. They won't. They, 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 they avoid it now. Like they can't argue. They can't argue the points. They always go after me personally. And that's fine. Go after me personally. I don't give a fuck. I mean, that's the thing. Like what's weird is you can tell they're so deep in their fifis when they come after me because they don't refute anything I've said. They, it's always bald, tattoos, steroids, blah, 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 all that shit. And I'm just like, okay, if that's what you think about me, like, I mean, pe do people not realize that people like I'm a 180 some pound guy and I've worked out for 37 years and I meticulously watch my fucking protein intake and I work out like a fucking crazy man. Right. And I've been on, and I used to take DHEA, which is a performance enhancing substance. It's, you can buy it at Walmart, but I used to take it and my doctor had me on an estrogen blocker for a while. 
after I got off the DHEA to make sure that my natural testosterone came back, right? But if you think that you claiming that I look so big and so muscular and so athletic that you assume I'm cheating is an insult to me, you're crazy. Like, assume, like when people are like, oh, you're a steroid user, like, oh, thanks for the fucking compliment. Shit. Like, no fuck. You know, like you're telling me that how I look, you think is unattainable naturally. Thank you. I appreciate you. You know, because even if I was, because I will go on TRT eventually, but even if I was, I got a newsflash for you. I'm not going to be ashamed of it. It's going to make it so I can hold on to muscle mass as I get older, which sarcopenia is the thing that kills old people. It's the thing that makes old people old. If old people can keep their joints healthy and their heart healthy and keep their muscle mass to them and keep what are non-dangerous testosterone levels, like natural levels of testosterone, it shows massive, massive, massive correlation to increase longevity and quality of life. So you're goddamn right because I got I I want another forty fucking fifty years with my wife. So you're goddamn right. I, like we're, like if the once the doctor tells me I'm gonna be like where the fuck do I stick the needle in? It's gonna give me time with my wife. Once my lab work says that I need it, I'm fucking taking it, a hundred percent, and I'll fucking guarantee that shit, a hundred percent, and I will be proud about it. Because I'm doing what I need to do to give my wife another 50 years of us holding hands. That's why I lost weight to begin with, was to spend time with her. As much time as I, as I can possibly make this body go and allow. You know, they won't approach me. They dog on my looks. They dog on my, on, they dog on my tattoos as if they think I don't love my tattoos. I had them put on me and I take, I take uh, I, I'm in tank tops all the time here in Florida. I love my tattoos. I love it. I had somebody be like, uh, what, what, what tribe are you representing or are you culturally appropriating? Like the nineties, the night, the tribe of the nineties. That's what I'm fucking, that's what I'm doing. Uh, I'd approach, I'd approach you, Alan. I'd be waving and saying, hi, watch your YouTube. Please do. If you see me in public, say hi. I mean, just understand that I'm super socially fucking awkward, but if you see me in public, say hi, I got nothing against that. I'm not afraid. Like I know these people are not going to fucking do anything like, and if they do, I live in Florida and it's a stay in your ground state and we have constitutional carry. <laughs> I mean, get froggy with it. I feel very safe and secure, you know, like fucking what the fuck, but do say hi, you know, it, it, say, no matter what, if you hate me, say hi and we can talk it out. And if you get violent, you're fucking going to be in a box. Uh, going to be in and out of the chat. Thank you, Jillian. I appreciate it. Let's see. Oh yeah. I, I saw that one. Toxic masculinity is Steve Crowder. I, I don't, it's, that's not masculinity to me. That's just being a bitch. Like, I, and just to speak on it, like, I don't know Crowder. I've only done like one or two videos on his stuff is when he's pretty much, you know, going against the fat acceptance community. Um, I don't, I, I have always been honest. I don't really watch his stuff. Um, but any dude that treats their wife that like says they'd fuck up their wife, you're not a man, you're a bitch, you know, like I'm just, and I'm just being super honest. Like, um, I, you wonder what happens. Like, I mean, I, they didn't know the camera was on them, obviously. And for those of you, that, for those of you can, you can catch yourself up on this, but you know, Steven Crowder's a bitch by what he said to his wife, hundred percent. I, I, I no longer will watch anything he says. I'm not saying that everybody that's going after him is right either, you know, but I mean, to tell you, tell your pregnant wife, you'd fuck them up. I mean, if that, if that conversation would have happened in front of me, I would have fucking made Steven regret that, you know, because I don't stand for that shit and men shouldn't stand for that shit. And people can call this talks to the masculine I want too. If I see you push a woman in front of me, I'm going to your ass. Every man should. You can better believe my 6'3", 200 pound fucking son would do the same thing because that's how I raised him. My father raised me to never start a fight, but always finish one unless the guy beats up on his wife, in which case... We beat them up on site until the fucking police come. And that's a quote from my father. That's how I grew up. And back in the day, the police would show up and take him away for beating on his wife. And that's how it should be. Raise your hand to a woman, you get what you get. Even if you're claiming to be a woman, you have a cock, you raise your hand to a woman, I'm going to fucking take your head off your shoulders. No lifting for me today. Leg day killed me. Outstanding, outstanding. I have leg day on Monday with our suspension system training, which, by the way, for those of you that are wondering, if you join coaching, you have access to them too. Whoops. 
Oh, actually, here's the article. You guys can go read that article if you want and make fun of her. Um, I'm not saying go make fun of her to her account on uh, Twitter or anything like that, but you know, she's a fucking loon bag. But you can also uh, get no morbidity back for sale at ambrosiacollective.com, right up here. Non-stimulant, non-thermogenic-based appetite suppressant, four ingredients at clinically tested human doses. Helps you in a state of diminished hunger and increased uh, stress relief. Helps you to lose weight in a satiated and satisfied way while building healthier habits. Try to get proper hydration. A half an ounce is a minimum to an ounce of fluid per pound of your body mass. Even more if you work out in uh, hot temperatures or you work in hot temperatures. Then try to get proper sleep. Try to eat only whole foods. Stay away from processed sugar and processed carbohydrates. Keep those things to about 5% of your total weekly caloric intake. Maybe have an item for pleasure that includes them once a week, but eat most of your nutrition from whole foods if you can. Protein focused, get plenty of activity, 30 minutes a day of habitual activity that you can repeat and like to do on no morbidity. This will help you to lose weight because no morbidity also has an ingredient in it called thinogen, and thinogen has a unique property of uncoupling the protein 1 NASE from uh, adipose tissue. So it helps uh, break down fat tissue if you are in a caloric deficit. So instead of going to muscle mass uh, when you lose weight, because whenever you lose weight, you lose a little bit of lean mass and fat. You want the lean mass loss to be as minimal as possible. And no morbidity does help out with that because it has thinogen in it, which puts your body in a state of already uncoupling the uh, protein 1 NAs from adipose tissue. So it makes for more free-floating fatty acids for your body to use and convert into energy through gluconeogenesis. So $39.99 a month, if you get it from Vitamin Shop, you can get it on recurring order with free shipping and get it for like $35 a month. But you can also get an Ambrosia Collective for much, much less if you buy two or three, uh, or excuse me, three or six bottles at a time in a package. And you can get that at ambrosiacollective.com right now at the link I just shared. Use the code capital M, capital F, I-N-G, capital C, capital O, capital O, and you get another 5% off of the order. So if you get a six-month order that's already marked down 10% because you're buying in bulk, you get another 5% off of that for six months, and it works out to about $31 uh, a month. It works out to, honestly, about a dollar a day to save you hundreds of dollars on your food bill in a month is what most people report back in. We're also having people report back in weight losses. The best one, uh, no, not the best one, but one of the best ones we've had so far we actually did a live with him, Ray Nish. I believe he might even be in the comments section. He's lost 130 pounds in a little over seven months on no morbidity in a state of satiation and satisfaction. 130 pounds in seven months. That is 36% of his body mass. That, in fact, is vastly, vastly better results than even uh, pharmaceutical weekly injectables are having after 16 months and immediate regain as well as more muscle mass being lost than fat mass being shown by DEXA scans for those weekly injectables. No morbidity can help make America healthy again, period. Instead of going on some seriously harsh pharmaceutical that has a uh, warning on it, a black box warning on it for thyroid tumors, pancreatitis, all sorts of other horrible, horrible issues, including depression, suicidal ideation, Instead of using one of those, have something that has no side effects, is based on ancient methods with modern techniques, and is less expensive by almost 140th because the weekly injectables are in fact $1,500 a month. Even your copay is gonna be more than what no morbidity is in a month. So please do check that out. We also have spots open in our coaching, which is daily communication, weekly video conferences. We help people adjust their lifestyle bit by bit by bit. You are have access to uh, live, uh, live classes and pre-recorded classes, including Crystal's yoga, kick, uh, KO kickboxing. She's doing so much. So, Tabata classes. She's doing so much high energy, but also usable by anybody. She modifies things for any user. It's amazing. She is a truly amazing coach and fitness instructor. I'm so impressed with my wife. But also you can just get the app and get those live and pre-recorded classes if you buy the book. Please do follow me on Uncensored. Those are the links I just shared. Please check those things out. Yes, I was considering today, but I'd be better off if I ate something instead of, uh, of instead as to relax my headache. That's good. Good, good. Alan, I bought, the, I bought the book too. Very interesting. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Congratulations on being binge free. 
I am not binge free. I am a binge eater. And I challenge everybody who has binge eating disorder to think about it this way. I am not binge free. I am just two years, three months, and 12 days since my last binge. Just like an alcoholic is not alcoholism free. Like they are just days between drinks. And I am going to try to make it so I will be able to tell you guys next year on this day that I am three years, three months, and 12 days since my last binge. And I take it seriously every day. I get the proper amount of hydration. I am literally, oh, this is my second gallon of water today. And I am a half gallon through. I'm probably going to catch a workout here in a little bit. I am. Uh, I watch what I eat. I make sure to keep myself with no physical hunger. My stress level's down. I get proper sleep. I make sure that I get an incredible range of micronutrients. Like I have no micronutrient deficiencies to cause, uh, literally to cause um, uh, cravings for, for those uh, micronutrients because I take Immortal and I take Greens and I literally take Nectar. Like I am looking after my health and my doctor is like, what the fuck you're doing to the point where my doctor is a client of mine. So, you know, I mean, you can do this you just got to take it seriously, but I'm not binge free. I'm just between binges. Uh, definitely going to look into your book. I have my uh, binging under control and I'm down 80 pounds. Outstanding. But always look to learn more because it's uh, it's daily practice. That's true. That's exactly true. That's the way to think about it, Mariah. Good for you. And please do check out the book. Absolutely. Stay away from the kids. People are too scared to call out child abuse. It's insane. It's abuse. It's abuse. It's, it's so crazy. The fat cells that are added as a child are, are with you forever. Exactly. Forever. That child will always struggle with weight. If you have a fat child, even though you can help the child lose weight, it will always, and I mean always, always uh, be with them. Let's see what we got. Yeah, I wonder if she lets a kid drink bourbon. No shit. It's crazy stuff, right? Letting your child do whatever they want is uh, the very specific thing you shouldn't do as a parent. Exactly. Uh, give your kid a banana or something. Yep. Can your child have a beer at every meal? You know, in Pittsburgh, when I was 13, that's when I started drinking beer at the t dinner table because it was just a different time. No shit. Um, Please keep saying baby like that. It made uh, it made my day. Thank you, sir. Baby. I, I, it's, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know where my brain goes. Oreo has so much chemical-like ingredients. It's insane. But they're vegan. Oh, I missed a lot of a lot of stuff. She looks like, like Darla. That's funny. Yes, she does. I didn't even think about that. Sugar makes their brains not develop. It should be illegal to provide to kids. I completely agree. We've gone over this data many, many times here that it actually uh, lowers the, the development of gray matter in, in child's brains. It's 100% true and very scary. When I was in preschool, I wanted to eat was chocolate and would throw a fit about it. So my mom made up a story about a boy who turned into chocolate when he ate it every day. Not the healthiest shit, but true. Every prepackaged snack snacks are made to be addictive which is why which is why when they tell yourself you're not allowed to you crave them more it's like alcoholic for the alcohol for an alcoholic that is very 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 well put very 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 well put sugar is a chronic dose dependent uh hepatoxin uh, hepatotoxin uh, it is <laughs> it is In the original original story, he melted when he went outside to play. I love that. I wish my grandma didn't allow me to eat uh, hot Cheeto products. Highly addictive. Those things are calling my name. It's very sad. I've never eaten. The, I'm never eating those products again. I, you know, the the fire hot Cheetos. I swear have some sort of it. Like it's even extra addictive than just Cheetos. I, I don't know what it is, but it's like more people have trouble with them than just Cheetos. Like way more. Like it in in our time. Coaching people, one of the biggest things I ask when I first start coaching anybody, or if I get a consultation from somebody or anything like that, uh, is what food is the problem? And a lot of people, like not a not an insignificant number of people have said hot Cheetos. It's crazy. Uh, it's not as much as ice cream or bread, 
bread bread is the most binged upon food. Bread is easily the normally white bread is the most binged upon food. Then ice cream, then or actually pizza, bread, ice cream, then cheese. I think is is the thing. Pizza is the most binged upon food. My sister became an addict to cola because her dad pretty much only drinks coffee or pop. So going over, all she could would drink is cola. That's fucking sad. That's sad. I live in a uh, subdivision that has several children and never see them out playing. That's abuse too. Get your children outside. Get your children outside. You horrible people. Uh, do you ship no morbidity to India? I believe that uh, Ambrosia Collective does. And if they do not, uh, we will have it at Tiger Fitness next week. And they do. But thank you very much for the tip. And I appreciate it. I don't even know how much it is. Uh, Tiger Fitness, glad I did. Uh, already seeing and feeling results. That is awesome. I'm in the UK and got five bottles from Tiger Fitness. Glad, uh, glad I did. Already seeing and feeling the results. That is outstanding. Get your no morbidity right now. Again, we are back for sale at the AmbrosiaCollective.com. You can also get it at VitaminShop.com. At AmbrosiaCollective.com, you can use the code capital M, capital F, I N G, capital C, capital O, capital O, and it gives you 5% off. So if you get the three bottle deal that's already at a discounted rate, or even the six bottle deal that's at a greatly discounted rate, you get to take another 5% off of that. And it works out to a little over $30 a month for each bottle. And that is a savings of immense money because we have people reporting back in saving hundreds of dollars a month on their food bill. So please do check that out. At Vitamin Shop, you can get it for uh, $35 on a monthly subscription with free shipping as long as you sign up for the monthly subscription to it. So please do check those things out. Two amazing things. I was, I'm wondering about product two. When is it uh, expected to release on that? We have to wait for trademark and government is running extremely, extremely slow because that's why I can't even release the name for you yet. Because as soon as we get the name, then we can go to encapsulation and then we can go to printing labels and all that stuff. But until then, we can't say anything because somebody like we could be using somebody else's trademark or somebody could steal the trademark from underneath us, which is why I'm not even releasing the name we're trying to trademark. Um, first and last guy that tried to hit me got beat up by my older brother. Good. I hope they beat the fuck out of him. Uh, the best thing this channel has done was made me more accepting, less embarrassed of my binge eating and ADHD. I feel it's well managed now. Thanks, Thank you, Alan, for being open about ADHD and, and binging disorder. So here's how I view this, right? The ADHD is not actually a problem. ADHD is, an, uh, is the person's brain goes so fast. We need to teach these people at a young age how to start utilizing this for their benefit. It's amazing to me how we will try to call it a disability but instead of us trying to learn to work with and live with a disability, we actually prescribe medication for it. ADHD should not even be listed as a disability. It is just a different way of learning, a different way of your mind thinking that, in fact, can be used to great advantage when you know how to, how to use it. I will also argue that a huge percentage of children that are diagnosed as having some sort of a de uh, attention deficit disorder, maybe not, maybe not hyperactive active dis disorder, but attention deficit disorder or attention deficit hyperactive disorder uh, being diagnosed in children when we are not addressing their nutrition is in fact medically negligent. Like if your child is eating a bunch of sugar or chocolate, which has caffeine in it uh, in a daily basis, and you put them on ADHD medication, you are likely medicating them to counteract a mental effect of the food that you are allowing them to eat also. You are abusing your child and putting them on an addictive substance, which most ADHD medications are addictive substances. And I just argue as somebody that's never been medicated for ADHD besides using neurotropics and Ember, I will argue that there is much better ways to help the person learn to live with ADHD and use it to their advantage um, or to naturally use compounds to help manage it, such as uh, Mental Jewels is an amazing neurotropic that I personally use myself. When I know I need to quiet down all the other noise and focus on just like a one or two project thing, I would take two to four capsules of, uh, of Mental Jewels and it's like weaponization for my ADHD. I'm not saying this will work for you and I'm not prescribing anything to you and I'm not telling you to go off of your ADHD medications, 
But the next time you talk to your doctor, ask them if your ADHD medications are addictive. Because if they tell you no, they are lying. They should have told you that there's possibly addictive properties to it when they prescribed it to you or when you, they prescribed it to your child and had you start giving it to your child. If you did not know that Ritalin and Adderall are addictive substances and your doctor did not inform you that they were, that in fact is lacking informed consent and it is med medical malpractice. Sue the fuck out of them. And I mean it. If they don't disclose to you the possibility that it's an addictive substance, you should sue the fuck out of them because they prescribed you a, an addictive substance without telling you the possible negative ramifications of it. That is not informed consent. Your doctor is negligent and should actually, truly be held accountable for it. It's real. Being put on a medication that could possibly be something that you have a problem with or need to take for the rest of your life, if they have not informed you of all the possible negative health, uh, health outcomes from it, including just liver damage from taking pharmaceutical medications and pill form for that fucking long in your life, kidney damage, liver damage, gastrointestinal problems, addiction, things like mental disorders and things like that that come from being on those medications, they are medically negligent. It is medical malpractice. They are supposed to inform you of that every single time they prescribe something to you without fail. I'm scrolling down to the end to see if I missed any questions. Adderall really messes with your mind. It absolutely does. For what it's worth uh, to all of those new here, Mental Jewels helped me get off Vivance. It's been almost a year now. That's what I'm talking about. That's why, that, for real, our crew, Ambrosia Collective, MTS Nutrition, Tiger Fitness, myself, Crystal, we want to make America healthy again. We want, we want to stop the slavery that's going on to the pharmaceutical industry because if you don't think America is in the throes of slavery to the pharmaceutical industry, you are not paying attention. You are not paying attention, and you need to get there faster. So, guys, I have been on for a little over an hour on a Saturday. I don't normally do stuff on Saturday, but I am going to go enjoy some time with Crystal after I talk to our clients. I hope all of you have a phenomenal day. If I do pop on live later, it's just because I just felt like it. I'm not going to schedule one. I will be back live tomorrow, though, with likely one or two videos. And Monday, it is a conversation with me and my boys from the Raisin Bread Talk podcast. It is another black, white, and bald conversation. And this one is hurting Fifi's. We are going to say all the true things that people do not want to admit in society. And we are going to make jokes at their expense. Please do check it out. I hope to talk to you all then. One more time, make sure you pick up No Morbidity right up here. Whoops, excuse me, right up here at theambrosiacollective.com. Use the code capital M, capital F, I N G, capital C, capital O, capital O for an extra 5% off even their bundle deals that they have going on, which makes it dramatically, dramatically low cost. Also, check out where you can get it at Vitamin Shop. And if you want to get it from there instead, you can get a monthly subscription to it with no shipping costs and it is 10% off. So it's $35 a month about every single month, saving you hundreds of dollars a month on your food bill, helping you build healthier lifestyles in hydration, sleep, stress relief, in a state of diminished hunger and increased stress relief. And you can always, always check out right up here, Immortal, which is the best multivitamin I've ever used in my life. The greens and reds, which are green supplements that actually taste really, really good. And you can get yourself one of these t-shirts, make America healthy again. Go get 30 of them motherfuckers. God damn.